Hey guys, Jeremy Haddon here. This is Moms Beyond the Real, where we do just that. Go beyond that highlight reel that you see on social media. Motherhood isn't always sunshine and rainbows, and I believe that it's time to get real and talk about all aspects of motherhood. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. That is a Tiger King reference. And if you did not watch Tiger King on Netflix during the lockdowns or pandemic at the beginning of it, then you didn't experience the pandemic correctly um, because it's a must, honestly. Um, Honestly, it was really dumb at first. And then I was just like so intrigued by how insane it was. And then I just really wanted to know how it ended. Um, And side note, um, I was listening to Dateline the other day and uh, there was like a bonus episode on Tiger King and they talked to him and I thought that was really random and interesting. Anyways, let's get into the episode, you guys. This week is the first week that I am doing a solo episode. I hope to sometimes bring like my friends on, um, maybe even my sister who's a mom sometimes and just kind of, you know, take this time to do some fun things and some different things other than the um, normal interview episodes that we have. I'm also trying to kind of switch it up with the interviews. Um, I want to talk to moms about, you know, their specific experiences as parents and things that they go through. I also want to use those episodes as a tool for learning um, about how we can, you know, maybe take care of ourselves better as moms, um, better, you know, uh, raise our children and just like learn new things. I just think it's really important. And if you listen to our episode last week, uh, Nurture Newbies with Tracy Gruy, I just think it was a really, really good episode and I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I even took some stuff away from that episode listening back and talking to her um, that I have been trying with my family. So um, yeah, you can never learn too much. So I want to do more of that. Um, But I just kind of want to kind of take this episode to go through what I'm thinking I'm going to do for these episodes um, when it's just me. Now, when I have other people on, um, it may be different and I'm totally open to your guys' suggestions. So please let me know. Um, I am still going to do a high and a low just in case you want to hear the positive and negative of my week (laughs) and you can either like congratulate me or cry with me. Um, so my high this week is Blakely is writing letters really well and she has been doing this thing where she'll ask, how do you spell, you know, this word or this name? And I'll say the letters and I look over and she's drawing it and she draws it in a line like she's actually or draws, I shouldn't say draw, she writes it. Um, and she's actually writing it to where it looks like a word, like in order, in a straight line. Um, and she knows how to write down pretty much all the letters um, that I, you know, verbally say to her. So that's been pretty cool to see. And then sometimes I find like random papers in her room and there's just like a bunch of different letters and it looks like some like, <laughs> I don't know, like demonized curse thing on a piece of paper. But anyways, she's learning letters. She's doing great. Um, my low for the week is Harlow's meltdowns. She is 18 months and for some reason she is just going through this thing where she wants to be held all the time and I am not judging anyone who chooses to just embrace that and do it. Um, obviously this podcast is not about judging. I just have way too much going on in my life where 
I cannot be holding her 24 seven. Um, we have a lot going on and it's just not, it's just not for us. So, um, I feel like she, you know, there are times that I soak it in and I do, you know, hold her, but then we got to, you know, get back down and get to work and do some things. So she's been having some meltdowns. Um, whenever she sees food, like if I'm making dinner, um, and it's not given to her right away after she sees it, she freaks out and she like literally throws herself on the ground and will like, like put her face in the ground and like cry and scream at the ground. So, um, it's been challenging, but I'm hoping that it's a phase and that, um, if we approach it the right way, it'll get better. (laughs) So that's my high and low. Um, I kind of just want to start this episode with talking about like something interesting or like weird or funny or whatever, um, happened this week. Um, so it's actually today kind of funny. Um, I was trying to think of what I was going to talk about for this one and, um, it happened today. So I have my car at the dealership because it's still under warranty. Um, there's a recall on it and then there's like two other things wrong with it that they need to fix. Um, so they said it's going to be more than a day. So they don't have any loaner cars because if you don't know, there is a shortage of used vehicles and there's not as many new vehicles as there usually are. Um, so they don't have any loaner cars. They told me that they have 15 people waiting on loaner cars and one guy has been waiting three weeks for it because he has an engine issue. So the car isn't running. So it's been at the dealership. Um, so anyways, yeah, wasn't getting a loaner. So, um, they at least, uh, lifted me L Y F T the car, the, you know, whatever uber um they at least did that uh so i could go back to work and then i chose to do that um over to the car rental place and i had originally just picked like a mid-size um sedan because i'm cheap if you don't know me i'm cheap and i'm not going to spend a bunch of money just to do like a crossover and suv um and so i just picked a mid-size sedan that i could fit both the car seats in comfortably and um i get there and uh i got there a little bit early and he was like well let me see what we have for you that's ready now so he calls me over and he was like hey if you're okay with it i have a minivan that's like ready for you now and i can give it to you for the same price as you're gonna pay and i was like oh, like, hell yeah, I will drive around a minivan. I've never driven around a minivan. Um, you normally wouldn't be caught or I wouldn't be caught dead driving a minivan, but you guys, I just shared on my Instagram stories and I did like a whole tour, not like while I was sitting in the driver's seat. Um, but you guys, it's so functional (laughs) and like, I'm planning on getting a new car, um, at the end of this year, the beginning of next. And I was, you know, originally wanting like a bigger SUV that would seat either seven with the captain seats in the middle or eight. Um, and now I'm looking at minivans and I don't know what's wrong with me, but it's just like so functional. So I did a poll on my Instagram stories. And so maybe I'll share that with you guys, um, just on Instagram of, of what the results are either team minivan or team SUV, because I was definitely team SUV. And now I'm not really sure if I should just like not care about my image and just go for it and get the minivan <laughs> because it's just so functional. Um, so anyways, that is uh, the funny thing that happened to me this week that I wanted to share with you guys. And as moms, you know, we all want functionality for our family and kids and just things to make our lives easier. And I just feel like a minivan would make my life easier. So the second part of these episodes, what I was thinking um, was, and because this is a podcast, you can't um, quite understand the uh, 
um, creativeness that I put into this, but I'll spell it out for you so that um, I can pat myself on the back. So I want to share real tips and I spelled it R-E-E-L tips, you know, moms be on the real. Um, So I just kind of wanted to talk about this. So I think I'm just going to, as I can, just give out like a tip each time. And um, if you agree with it, great. Um, let me know if you decide to do it and how it goes. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. You know, just move along and say, yeah, that's not for me and that's cool. Um, so this week I wanted to talk about throwing a party at your place. Um, because, and I'm talking about kids parties, not like, you know, a a Saturday night rager. Um, but party throwing at your place because I actually get quite a few compliments on my parties that I throw for my kids um not to like brag about myself but I just think it's like it's something that I really enjoy and um people seem to think that they're pretty good so I'm gonna share a tip for you guys if you don't like my parties then you know you can fast forward or just listen um but anyways so um a couple things that go with uh throwing your own party at your at your house um my biggest thing that I found was buy a DIY balloon garland from Amazon. I originally looked at companies that make these things and someone wanted to charge me like almost $300 for a balloon garland, which will be thrown away after the what one to two hour party. And it, like I said, I'm very cheap. I'm not going to do that. You have to blow up quite a bit of balloons, but it's literally like this long plastic piece that has all these little holes in it. And you just like alternate the balloons that you're putting in there. It is not difficult at all. I promise. I was really overwhelmed when I first did it. Um, and I just thought it was going to look so bad, but the kits that they give you, like they're different colored balloons, um, or different, you know, kinds of balloons that like go within a theme um so you can like search different colors you can you know just search balloon garland on amazon and it literally like comes with everything that you need in the kit and i think i usually buy mine for like 14 to 18 dollars and there's usually like 100 balloons in there um which i never use all of them i always have like half a bag left um but yeah that that balloon garland makes a huge statement at a party it has you know it has all different colors or whatever um and it gives it just like a little extra um i always have a table for food like just food and then like the cake um is on there and and stuff too um and so like my table that I've used it's a table that my husband Kyle made um if you don't know my husband Kyle is very 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 good at woodworking um and so we actually do a little bit of that on the side where he makes some things for people but um so yeah I use this really nice wooden table that we had um and I would just back it up against the wall and put the balloon garland on the wall above it um and I liked the look of the wood table Um, if you don't like the look of your table or it's not wood and you just feel like it's, it's gonna look weird with everything, then I would suggest buying like a tablecloth that's just like a solid color because when you buy stuff that's like super, super busy with like a bunch of stuff on it and then you also have food stuff on it, it's just like a lot. And I think having a different, um, you know, colored balloon garland adds enough of that like depth and I don't really know the word I'm thinking of, but you don't need any like crazy tablecloth. I would just do like a solid tablecloth. Um, and then like on the food table, I always put like these nice white serving dishes that I have. Um, I prefer white ones. I just think it looks nicer and it literally goes with anything that you're doing. 
And my tip is go to Goodwill because I found this huge porcelain white tray at Goodwill and I got it for like, I think it was $9. And I looked them up and they're normally like $40 to $50 new. So I've found quite a few white serving dishes um, at Goodwill um, and you just cannot beat that price. So um, that's my tip for that. It's just so much cheaper. And then I ta- I wanted to talk about gift bags or like gift ideas for, um, you know, the kids that attend the parties. Honestly, guys, don't get those silly little cheap toys that go in the little baggies. It's a waste of your time and money. Um, I mean, how many of your kids got one of those and like played with all the toys in it for more than that day? Like Blakely plays with it for like two seconds and then she's like on to the next thing. Um, so I say either skip the gift bags if you want because I mean you are feeding them and providing cake hopefully um and sometimes ice cream we always do cake and ice cream um or consider buying something that's um like one thing that's bigger or like nicer or better um for each kid so like an example is for me um this last year Blakely's fourth birthday party was a cowgirl party and I found these um really cute like blow up um, like horse on a stick kind of thing, you know, those like things that you like as a kid, you'd ride on the stick and it had the horse head or whatever, like you're riding a horse. Well, they have like these blow up ones and, um, they had like a white horse with like a pink saddle kind of thing. And then they had brown ones. Um, I think it was like with a gold saddle or something. So that way there were boys and girls at the party. They could pick which one they wanted. Um, and honestly, Blakely still plays with hers. It's in her room. Um, it's not like a cheap thing. I think it was, I mean, they came in packs of four, um, for like 20 bucks or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Um, but do something like that where like they'll actually get more use out of it. Um, or just skip it entirely because those little bouncy balls, the little erasers, like the kids never use them. Um, and then I wanted to talk about invitations. So invitations, my tool is I go on Etsy and I find a, um, a download for invitations. They have so many on there. You can literally type in your theme and then you can customize it to say what you want and they'll send you the digital download. And then you literally can either print it at home if you have a printer or I have printed it, um, you know, at different places like Walmart will do it. Um, you can do it to like CVS if you want it on a glossy paper. I don't think they have matte paper. Um, or you can, the last time I ordered it on Snapfish, I think. I think it was Snapfish. Um, I can't remember, but you can order it on any of those sites and it's really not that expensive. And then you mail them out or, you know, skip that, do the Facebook invite. That's so much easier. I just really like having physical invitations and I think it's fun to get something in the mail. So um, that's what I like to do. And then buy more food than you think you should. Nothing is worse than showing up to a party and not having enough food to go around. That recently happened to us. And, um, (laughs) then we got food after. So just, just know that, you know, these people are coming to celebrate your child and they're bringing them gifts and they're taking time out of their day. Just make sure you feed them. Um, and then, uh, just skip the unnecessary things, guys. Like there's so many things that you can buy that no one even even pays attention for like decorative stuff there's so many times that I'm like oh that's so cute and then I'm like is it really necessary like make a statement over by your gift table or your food table whatever um and then care more about like the food and the you know party gifts if you want to do that um that's what I would do 
So those are my tips for party throwing at your own place on a budget because I don't like to spend that much money. And I usually have an activity. Um, I've had a bounce house before and that was $90 to rent it for the day. Um, we recently for Blakely's last party, we did go to a play place and it was much more expensive, but they did a lot of the work for me, but I did miss like planning it and like setting it up all by myself. So those are my tips. Um, and then this round, uh, or this topic, I will not always have like Q and A's, but I did recently ask on my Instagram, um, for people to write in story or I mean, um, to write in questions for me so that I could answer. And I said, you know, you can ask about whatever you want. doesn't just have to be about mom stuff. Um, so a couple people wrote in, so I figured I would go through those. Um, this segment might also be, you know, maybe I'll do like fun polls or something like that and then share the answers with you guys on here. Um, We'll just kind of switch it up here and there because you guys don't want to know about me every single episode, I'm sure. So um, first question is, where do you see yourself personally in the next five years? Not your kids or your hubby, you. Well, if you guys don't know, I have been going through um, a weight loss journey. Um, I was at my heaviest at the end of last year and I just did not feel great. Um, I was missing out on things with my kids because of it. I just wasn't I just wasn't healthy and, um, you know, I had a lot of body image issues too. So, um, I've always been relatively thin. I, um, danced competitively my whole life and I never really had to work hard for, you know, having a healthy body. Um, and that has changed. (laughs) So, um, I'm down 27 pounds since starting this. So I hope in the next five years that I can continue that and, um, also pass down, healthy habits to my kids, which we're already starting to do. Um, but I hope that I hope that, um, I am farther along with this podcast. Um, this is something that I'm really, really passionate about and I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening every week. Um, it means a lot and it's just been really fun and really cool. Um, and I just think it's really an important topic to have, um, for moms. So, um, and then, I also would really love to launch an Etsy shop and, um, I'm hoping that sometime soon I can do that. Um, so that's kind of where I see myself. Um, if it's just strictly about me, healthy, happy, uh, focusing on the podcast and opening an Etsy shop would be like really fun for me. So, um, another one is what gives you confidence? Honestly, recently it has been my weight loss. Um, I have not been confident in quite some time and, um, not to say that I'm like full myself cause I still have a lot of work to do. Um, and I've never been full myself, but, um, honestly just the weight loss has been giving me confidence. But, um, I think actually a lot of people just on Instagram, like any, you guys words make like a huge difference. And I try to, compliment when I see something that I like or you know point out when I see someone doing something great words mean a lot to a lot of us um I don't know if you guys have read that book um or if you've done the five love languages um test you can just do it online it's it's pretty cool um I did it for Kyle and I and one of mine is words of affirmation so um honestly just like hearing things really helps me um another question is any more babies I think I've talked about it on here um 
if it was up to me, I would have five kids. But Kyle said he would be willing to do three. (laughs) He originally was like, after we had Blakely, he was like, I would honestly be okay with just Blakely. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. We talked about this. We said at least three. So yes, we plan to have one more. um, And I'm really hoping that it's a boy because Kyle's the last one to pass on his last name, um, which is so crazy to me. He's the last boy Haddon that is planning to have children um, or male children. (laughs) We already have children. Um, So yeah, I'm hoping that it's a boy, but obviously we'll be happy if it's a girl. Um, Another question is, do you plan to live in Arizona forever? Or if so, what area do you see yourself kids family in? So Kyle and I have talked about this plenty of times, actually. Um, If you don't know, we moved out to Georgia for a year because my parents moved out there. Um, and we, well, I really loved it. It's so beautiful out there. And I think just living in Arizona my whole life, it's like, I don't know, the beauty of the desert is like so dull to me. And I, I, I just don't think it's pretty. Um, so like a change of scenery was really cool. And I just think Georgia is so beautiful and it's so green. Um, and so if something were to happen, like with either one of our jobs, um, I could definitely see us going back out there just because my family's out there and I honestly would love to be around my family. So, um, we've also talked about how, like, I, I love how pretty Utah is. I just don't know if I'd want to live there. There's snow and all that. Um, but that would be something I would consider maybe Colorado. Um, definitely not California. (laughs) Definitely not. And then actually we just visited Florida, um, a couple weeks ago as, uh, we did a family beach trip there and, um, I actually really liked it there. It's a little humid. It's more humid than Georgia is. Um, but I actually really did enjoy it. So maybe that's a possibility too. Uh, but most likely we'll stay in Arizona, um, unless something like drastic happens with either one of our jobs. Um, what other plans do you have to do for your house? Oh, you guys, the list goes on and on. Um, my husband is great at so many things with updating the house and I know that I'm lucky. I get it. I get it. I know I'm lucky. But, um, he's kind of the king of starting a project and not finishing it. So we've slowly been going back and finishing things. So we have so many projects. He knocked down a wall in our closet, which actually I record these podcasts in. So that's where I'm sitting right now. Um, it's between our master bath and our master closet and our master closet is really narrow. It's long, but it's narrow and it's just kind of funky. Um, so he knocked down the wall in between and then we're going to add a door in the middle of the entrance instead of having two separate doors and do like a sliding, um, barn door there. Um, and so he has to patch up that we're going to do a custom closet in here. So, um, that's a huge project. Um, we are, considering updating our counters because they are brown right now they're like a brown granite um and I really really want white quartz um so that's something we're considering um we just finished our living room I think it's pretty much good except for a coffee table I still need to find um and then our pantry I want to redo um I want to put new shelving in there um and then on the other side of the pantry the water heater used to be there and we actually moved that into a little shed that is by, um, it's at the front of the house. Um, and so it's like his working thing. It's like an actual room in there, but it's, um, open to the outside. So, um, we took that out. So now that's an open space and I think we're going to do either more pantry there or, um, like some counter stuff that we can have like a coffee stand or um, like a coffee station there with like cubby storage and stuff like that. 
And then our laundry room, um, we want to just kind of do some wallpaper, add a, uh, not counter, like a wood counter basically on it, um, do some cabinets and update that. And then our backyard is like still only like 25% done. So yes, we have a lot of projects and I will continue to share those with you guys on Instagram. So if you enjoy, um, seeing what we're doing to our house, um, you can definitely see on there. Um, I always share what we're doing and I try to share the process as much as I can. Our house is older. Um, they did renovate, um, a decent amount of it. Um, but we're still making changes and we're trying to be really um, strategic in it because we're not planning on staying here forever. So for resale, I'm trying to do things that people would value. So like there's not a lot of storage in this house. So that's a big thing that we're working on is, you know, creating more storage room and um, just better ways to fit more in a smaller area. Um, so we're trying to be very uh, mindful of that. Um, another one was, what was the most challenging part of the house buying process for you guys? So um, we bought our house um, two and a half years ago. And honestly, I'm really thankful because right now it's really crazy. Um, so I'm glad that the timing worked out for us. Um, we honestly weren't even expecting to buy a house at that time. Um, we were in an apartment and we thought, let's just like reach out to a realtor that um, my in-laws use and see if she has any information on, you know, some house rentals because we knew we were going to have another baby or we wanted to have another baby. And, um, we just wanted more room. The two bedroom apartment was just like not working for us. Um, hats off to anyone who has more than one kid in an apartment because I was just like losing my mind. It's just not convenient at all. Um, so, uh, yeah, we started looking at rentals and she came to us and was like, you guys, why don't we just talk to, you know, a mortgage person and see, what you guys would get approved for because you're going to spend more renting than you would buying. Um, my mom told me the same thing, but you know, who listens to their moms? So I had to hear it from the realtor, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we got approved for, um, more than what we wanted to spend anyways. So we didn't actually use all of what we got approved for. Um, and we just started looking at houses. So, um, I would say the hardest thing is, um, I think I was really nervous about buying anything while we were waiting to close. Now, I didn't buy a new home, um, so I know it's a little bit different. So it depends on what you're doing. But um, honestly, the most challenging part was making a decision. I think that picking a house is like a huge deal. If you're building, it's a little bit easier. Like you can customize what you're wanting. Um, but building an exist or buying an existing home, you know, people have done stuff to their houses or... Um, you just don't know. And so it's really, really um, important to think about your decision before you just do it. And I was really nervous about the inspection because if they come back and there's issues, um, you know, you're not going to get that house because they're not going to give you a loan if there's like serious issues or if they're asking for more than what the house is worth. Um, so I was afraid we were going to lose some of our money paying for that inspection for them to come back and just tell us that it wasn't going to work out. So I guess the hardest thing was just like fully making a decision. We must have seen like 20 something houses. Um, and this one, <laughs> it didn't have a garage. It has a double carport, but it's like the top of the carport is like a roof. So it, it looks nicer than like a just flat carport. Um, and we plan to make it a garage. Um, but anyways, so I didn't even have that in my search history or like in my search range. And I just was like, let's just take off all the range. Just put the dollar amount and the bedrooms. And this one popped up and I was like, okay, Kyle, hear me out. And he's like, I guess we can go see it, but I really want a garage. So we walked through this house and like, 
within like 10 minutes we're like I think we want to do this one but before that it was like so many houses that were like I don't know like it's nice but we'd have to do this this and this so I would say just like finally making a decision and not feeling like you're missing out on something better that's to come um dream car (laughs) like I talked about this okay well if it's a dream car um honestly I'd probably get a g-wagon if money was not an issue um let's see here I think that's pretty much oh how did you guys decide when the right time for another baby was just one for me please so at the time um that we were thinking we would probably want to have another one um we wanted them to be two years apart initially and then when that time came I was like yeah yeah I'm not ready um so we then decided three years um I wasn't making as much as I have in the past at that time um and we were just nervous about like, are we going to be able to afford this? We bought a house. Um, and I don't know, it was just stressful. So I understand like we were trying to figure everything out. Daycare is so expensive. Um, like I said, I wasn't making as much as I had in the past. And, um, yeah, so we just kind of decided like you make it work. Obviously if you're in like a serious financial struggle and there's no way that you can make it work and you can't cut out other things to be able to afford daycare or whatever it may be. Um, then there's more things that you need to figure out. But um, yeah, we just decided let's not eat out as much. We won't, you know, spend as much on unnecessary things. And we sat down and we budgeted like absolutely necessities. And we figured out that we were just spending more in food and going out and spending it on unnecessary Amazon items. Um, So yeah, we budgeted basically. And we realized that Blakely was old enough to where we felt it was a good time to add another baby to our family. She was fully potty trained. Um, so it was, it was just kind of all of that. Um, so yeah. Um, let's see here. I think that was the last question. So, um, hopefully you guys cared about that. Um, hopefully the answers weren't too boring. Um, but yeah, so we can do Q&A sometimes. Sometimes we can do like fun questions and I can read off the answers that you guys submitted. Um, maybe some funny stories from you guys. Um, so yeah, let me know what you're thinking about that. And then um, let's see here. So I just also want to talk about, I think each time, part of why, I'm, why I started this podcast. And I know I took a little bit of a break and I apologized last week and I'm here showing up doing it again this week and I continue to do it um, or I plan to and um, I just think that I've had so many messages of like you know I'm so it's so cool to see like that you're just sharing you know some truth about motherhood and you know like in the intro I say motherhood isn't always sunshine and rainbows and it's really not motherhood is amazing children are amazing they're a blessing um but it's hard um even you know being dads too is hard like just being a parent is hard and um there are days that I seriously struggle and there are days that I flip out and then I instantly regret it and then I learn from you know those mistakes and and those flip outs um but I just want you guys to know that you're not alone in that feeling. Um, none of us are perfect. Um, social media, I was actually just talking to my best friend about this last weekend. Um, we're like both understanding that social media is this highlight reel of people's lives, but it's also kind of hard to like 
think about that when all you're seeing is like the good stuff and you have to then remind yourself like okay this isn't like fully real like people just don't want to share the bad stuff like not that they necessarily want you to think their life is perfect but it's also like vulnerable sharing the hard things um and honestly I try to follow people on social media that choose to be you know open about the tough times and I've actually like had awesome conversations with people that I've never met online just from responding to you know something that they posted that was vulnerable and open or something I did um and you just kind of like get closer talking about those you know similar struggles or you know hard moments in life um so yeah that's that's the main thing about this podcast and why I wanted to start it um you know some of it may be you know fun and and just kind of cool to talk about but um I want to get rid of the judgment I want us to talk about the truth I want us to know that not everything's going to be perfect and that's totally normal so um yeah that is my first solo episode and it feels weird just sitting here like talking into my mic by myself usually I have someone on the other side um of my computer because I've been doing it on zoom um but yeah so (laughs) I hope you guys don't hate this and um like I said I'm very open to your guys' suggestions um I've gotten a couple messages that you know people said like don't be too nervous to share things about your life and and things that are going on um for you as a mom so I think these episodes will be a little bit of my chance to do that um and uh yeah when things come up in my life good or bad I can share it with you guys and I know that I'm not going to feel that judgment from you so there it is you guys um so if you have something that you want to bring to the podcast, you can stay anonymous or not. Um, you can either send me a DM on Instagram, which is the handle is moms beyond the real R E E L. You can also send me an email at moms beyond the real at gmail.com. And then please rate review and subscribe. If you have not already, um, to this podcast, share it with your friends, share it with your mom friends. Um, that's the only way that it's going to grow. And I just have really big things planned for this podcast and, it's really the only way that it's going to happen is for you guys to just share if you truly are enjoying it. So, um, I, I do like seeing when people go in there and review and, um, you will make my day if you do that. So if you don't know how to do it and you really want to just send me a message and I'll show you how to do it. Um, but yeah, so I appreciate you guys tuning in and I will be back next week with a part one of a really, really special interview that I had done um, a while back and I'm really, really excited for you guys to hear it. So I will talk to you then.